Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and this week, joining me in the monkey house for the first time in ages, it's second banana, Evan Munro-Smith. I'm back! (laughs) (laughs) It's so good to have you here, Evan. It's been a while since I've been able to ask you, can I get an update? What is your favourite primate? (laughs) I forgot this was part of the show. Yeah, well, it hasn't been for a long time. Um... I am quite partial to the human. Yes. Yes. So it's still the human. Yeah. I, and in look, particular, I don't, I don't think I've seen anything, to top anything Andy new from Toy to, Story. To, to sort of yeah to sway me away. Right. Um. Although I've been watching a bit of Hit Monkey recently, and that's is that a, a, a Japanese macaque? Is that what that is? That is a Japanese macaque. It's a pretty pretty cool monkey. Yeah, that's a great monkey. But um. And in that, I mean, in that show. Uh, you've, I've been also been watching. We should do an episode on it. We should, yes. Um, but I mean, the lead role is still the human. Okay. Oh, you think that you think of the Jason Sudokus, Sudoku, 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 <laughs> Jason Sudoku. <laughs> you think of him as the lead role? Yeah. I mean, they didn't get the big name to play the monkey, did they? Hmm. Well, you know, you start somewhere. But- <laughs> We argue with that. I bet you can't. <laughs> okay. So what have you been up to, Evan? You've been busy. Like, I, yeah. Pe- people have been saying to me, "Where's Evan? Bring back Evan." I'm like, oh, it's not like I'm not inviting him onto the show. He's just got <laughs> stuff to do. Gaming um, games also offline at the moment. Yeah. Well, it's just been hard to find time for to, to make anything because we've been building this enormous studio, um, and but we're finally getting to the point where the studio is mostly built, um, and I can, you know start to get back to, to making fun things. Not that the studio isn't fun, but it's really not very fun. Um, <laughs> it's guess. a building, you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's as fun as a building can be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a fun place, but the, the process of building it is 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 quite tedious and stressful. Um, but, uh, yeah, getting back into doing stuff. And, I mean, now that you've cleared your schedule a little bit, <laughs> it must feel so good to be able to talk about one of your big passions and that is primates. Yes. 
Uh, I know you're, you favour the human, mm-hmm. but there's a, a beautiful array of different species. Yeah. Great apes, not yep. so great apes, <laughs> monkeys. And, yeah. You know, the little capuchins. You've got the mm-hmm. spider monkeys. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the lemurs. And uh, What are lemurs? What, are, what category are they? Lemurs, I think they're cutie pies. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I think I, I vaguely remember back in the day Jess Perkins was on an episode and she said that they're in the cutie pie section, mm-hmm. meaning there's apes, monkeys <laughs> and cutie pies. So okay. I think that might be canonical on this show. Okay. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I really was excited to get you in to talk about the news about the new Planet of the Apes films. Yeah, so I didn't know anything about this. They're, they're, are they rebooting the franchise? What are they doing? Oh, that's a fantastic question, Evan. And uh, I found an article which purports to tell us everything that they know so far. Okay. The website's looper.com. Uh-huh. Uh, is, that a, is that a reputable industry I've heard of it. Industry website? For pop culture, movie-related things. Uh, okay, well, this one's this article on there. It's hot off the presses. It was written by Matt Stork, and um, I thought maybe I could read it to you. Sure. I know you don't have enough time to read articles for yourself, <laughs> so I thought I'd invite you onto the show uh, to read at you. Yeah, give me the the crib Be- notes, because word of- for word. Okay, uh- <laughs> crib notes. I'm not going to be doing any cribbing here. Okay. <laughs> The ratio is one to one in okay. terms of words written to words read. <laughs> but the it, it has changed a few times because it was going to be a reboot at one point, um, but not any longer. Can, we get, can I, I recap the history unless that's part of the article? It is a little bit of part of the okay. article. Right. And I also was having the thought that leading up to the new film, maybe we should watch and review some of the, if, you, if what we do is review, I'm not sure, but. <laughs> Maybe we should cover the ones we've missed so far. We've watched the first one. We've watched the most recent three. What's the fir- the first one being the, the original Planet, Planet of the Apes? Planet of the Apes, 968. Yes. Great film. Yes. A lot of fun. Um, Charles and then, Heston and then there is were... mightiest. Yeah, yeah. God damn you. <laughs> you probably said something like that. Something like that. You damn you dirty apes. filthy freaking apes. They blew it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I still am just thinking of The Simpsons. Yeah, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> we covered that as well at some point. Yeah, um, great episode. The uh, so and th- and then there were three. Well, there were yeah, there were the original series. There were quite a few, and then they tried to reboot it in the early two thousands. Okay, let me let I'm gonna me pull, pull up. up. An, I'm gonna pull up an IMDb Can, or a Wikipedia. You you pull them up because they they do that right. Matt Stork, you got to trust him more. Let me read right, this first right, okay, paragraph okay. first. Uh, he writes one of the most beloved sci-fi franch- franchises of all time. Planet of the Apes is getting a new entry. The original series of films began in 1968 and was followed up by Beneath the Planet of the Apes in 1970. Right. Escape. From the Planet of, of the Apes in 1971, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes a year later, and a year after that, Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Also, so I haven't seen any of those the three seventies ones. No, neither have I. Right. Okay. So I'd love to. I'd love to watch them. I'd love mm-hmm. to cover them. Uh, also, in the seventies, the film spawned a one season long live action television series and a single season animated se- series. I don't even huh. know if I knew that. No, I didn't know that. Jeez, Matt stalks off to a hot start here. Just, Feels like something we should know, or yes. you should know as, as, as the host of the show. That's true. Uh, in 2001, Tim Burton directed a remake starring Mark Wahlberg 
and 10 years later the series was rebooted again with Rupert Wyatt's Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Have you seen the Tim Burton one? Yeah, I think I saw it at the movies for a school excursion. Huh. But That's a fun school excursion. Yeah. <laughs> Is it because it was about apes? I think it was to kill time. Right, okay. We were in Canberra for, uh, you know, just, you know, go to visit Parliament House and stuff. You went to Canberra on a school trip? Yeah. I've never been interstate on a school trip. I think, well, it was for a politics class. A politics class? I did politics. So I guess that's the place that you... In school? Yeah. And they sent you interstate? Am I misremembering this? I don't think, I just... Yeah, no, you might be right. I feel like we drove to Canberra. I can vaguely remember. Maybe you, like I'm not. I'm, I'm well, not saying you didn't. In a I'm little just, mi- mini bus. Um, I guess there was. I never did it, but there were. My school had like a trip to like Uluru, and I think there was. And a, you don't think of that as potential. No, that's definitely interstate. But I mean, I didn't and a do lot that. Further I'm away just, than on, Canberra. On reflection, I think maybe there were opportunities that I just didn't <laughs> yeah. take or or wasn't offered for some reason. Well, that was because you were busy just making your own trips to go see Weird Al Yankovic. Yes, so I went to Canberra. School. That was in Canberra. I went to Canberra of my own accord. Uh, the school didn't send me to go see Weird Al. I had to do it myself. <laughs> take matters into my own hands. Yeah, that's the difference between your generation <laughs> and mine. You okay. you you had a lot of get up and go back then. Right. Me and the kids of today. You have to be hand, handheld. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Handheld and van driven. Anyway, so they sent you to Canberra to go watch Planet of the Apes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I remember we talked to Natasha Stott Despoyer, the uh, Democrat senator. Okay. What? I, why are we talking about this? Um, I don't know. So, yeah, so there was the Tim Burton, and that was critically panned. The bit I remember the most, and. Um, it's probably the most famous bit of it. They said they needed a big twist and it ends where instead of Statue of Liberty, they come back oh. and it's Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because you couldn't do the same ending, right? Yeah. Otherwise it wouldn't be a twist. No. So instead it was just everything had gone. So they changed the course of time but not enough to stop there being a figure called Lincoln Yeah. who did all the same Things. That is wild that they did that. Yeah, I feel like that might have been studio pressure, but we should <laughs> we should cover that film and we can get into it. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, the the two Matt Reeves sequels came um, in 2014, 2017. And, yeah, from now this is Matt Stork telling us what we now know. Mm-hmm. The upcoming new film, do you know the name of it? I just read... On the Wikipedia page, is it Kingdom of the Planet? Yes. What do you think about? I used to think it was so ridiculous the having the double of the. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a a long title. Because um, the, the opposite, you know, another way they could have gone with all of these would have been Planet of the Apes, Kingdom, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, or Kingdom of the Apes. Yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, that's War of the Apes. War of the Apes. Yes, that's Dawn a, of the Apes. Yeah, but oh, but it yeah. needs to be Planet of the. Like yeah, it's the, they must. But also, that's, that's what they important. did in the seventies, right? It was conquest of the planet, battle for the planet of the. Like yes, I feel like they've they already set that. that it was, standard. Yeah, and they have to. They just wanted to follow on. It's yeah. tradition. Back when they had more time for long titles in the seventies, I guess. Yeah, and nothing but time back then. Bloody hippies. <laughs> Get a job. So what? So well, I'll let you continue on. I guess what's what? What is planet? Is this like a? Is it just a sequel to what? The, to the three, basically. That's right. Yes, uh, set five hundred years in the future, I believe. So from like the a, end so of the a, last one, a distant sequel. 
Yeah. Not like a direct follow-up. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, generations have gone past and I guess it could end up anywhere. Because apparently at one point it was going to be a reboot. But I guess they've gone, we could kind of do both. Why don't we just reboot it but say it's in the future the same. So maybe, you know, Caesar and those sort of apes, maybe they're in photos somewhere in the halls of Ape Congress. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe. I'm trying, to re- I'm trying to remember if I saw war, if I saw all of these... Um, if I saw all of these ones. The reboots? I, yeah. Weren't you on this show talking about Pro- Probably. I'm just trying to put a, put a... Maybe you weren't. I'm pretty sure I did see... Which is the one with... Um, with the uh, Cheers bartender? Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Is, um, he hasn't done much since Cheers, has he? <laughs> um, what's the one with... Gordon, Commissioner Gordon, what's his name? Gary. Oh, that was the second one. Yeah, that was. Uh, so there's Dawn of the Gary Planet Oldman, of the Apes. That's what I'm thinking of. And then there's uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, or is it Rise of the Planet of the Apes and then Dawn? I rem- <laughs> they name them funny. I reckon they Rise, sound like Dawn, they're in the wrong war? order. Yeah, yeah, I think feels like it should be Dawn Rise War, but it's Rise Dawn War. Anyway, this is also confusing. I know, and I imagine it's real fun to listen to. Um, <laughs> Let's go back to the article. Plot details for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes are being kept tightly under wraps at this time. According to Deadline, the film is said to take place many years after War for the Planet of the Apes. In a 2020 interview with Discussing Film, writer, director of the new film, Wes Ball. Do you know Wes's work? I think he, mm. he maybe did the Maze Runner films. Oh, right. I've not seen those. I have not either. Maybe I should. Uh, <laughs> he... Uh, talked about how the project came to be and where it fits in with the other movies in this series. He was working on a now defunct project called The Mouse Guard for producer and previous apes helmer Matt Reeves at 20th Century Fox before the merge with Disney took place. After the movie, after, after the merger, the project stalled and Ball shifted focus over to Planet of the Apes. He said, those last three movies are one of the great trilogies we have in modern movie history. Yeah, right. They are just so well done. They honoured the original movies they sprang from, the Charlton Heston movies, but they grounded it in a modern sensibility and it just worked. I'm yeah. with him. I loved I, I mean, this whole show is only because I love that trilogy so much. This is, yeah, that's right. what sparked this whole thing. I, th- I, I think I remember being kind of lukewarm on them, but I, but I agree. I think that, you know, they're, they're a great, they're a great trilogy. It's a great series, a great franchise. That doesn't. You can't say lukewarm and thinking it's great back well, to Well, you know, the films themselves, you know, the you know, in, within a franchise, films can be up and down. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, it's, it's cool that they exist. Your favourite so, trilogy, of course, is the Toy Story trilogy. Uh, yes, yes, all four of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, um, I did see War for the Planet of the Like, I don't know, I enjoy it. They're good action films, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think... I think it's he's he's right in saying that they I think they do honor the original series, but but while also bringing them into the future. Wow, <laughs> that that is a beautiful thing. Because not all trilogy, like you know, you couldn't just take any trilogy and make it work in like no. with, with like today's. A lot of the issues are kind of the same. Some of them, like it's a legendary. It was a legendary series, and. Also kind of ridiculous and of its time in some ways. Yeah, well, it's so. the kind of thing that like I'm sure when it was announced that they're doing a reboot that it would have just been like 
So it could easily have been a flop, you know? Yes. Um, they were yeah, there. Well, I mean, the first time they tried to do it with Tim Burton, it was a flop. Yeah, well, there you go. I think it was a flop that made a lot of money, though. Okay, well, that's not a flop then, is it? But no. it critically but it didn't, panned. Yeah, it didn't um, spawn a whole thing. Um, I was trying to work out what, I, I, but it probably doesn't matter. I was trying to work out what happened at the end of War, like the previous film. Yeah. Um, to then think what happens next. But if it's 500 years in the future, maybe it doesn't really matter what Well, what this article the doesn't say 500 years. I don't know where I got 500 years. It might have been from uh, Mr. Sunday Movies on the Weekly Planet. What does he know? Nah, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. I'm going off Matt Stork's word over James' <laughs> Mr. Sunday Movies' words. Uh, back to the article. He continued talking about where his continuation of the series fits in. I wasn't interested in doing a part four either. We want to do our own thing. We have a take. We have a way of staying in the universe that was created before us, but we're also opening ourselves up uh, to being able to do some really cool new stuff. It appears the film will not be a true sequel, but it seems it will take place in the same world as the previous three films. What's what's it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the world is uh, being... I think the world they're working with is the world. Yes. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I wonder what the cool new stuff is. I mean, if it's that far into the future, they could be like, it's uh, it's basically like uh, lightsabers and because because the other ones are contemporaneous, like set today. Yeah, more like more or less. Yeah. Okay. Because John Lithgow was in the first one, that was like present day sort yeah. of stuff, and he'll be dead in five hundred years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good luck getting Lithgow back. Um. You yeah, might be right. asking Evan, who is starring in Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes? Ooh, do we know? Well, uh, Owen Teague apparently was set to star in the film when it was first announced. Uh, he's been cast as the lead ape in this new reboot. I mean, right. they're saying reboot now, but it's not a reboot. They've already said it's like a sequel. Yeah, but I guess it's like a... like it's a, a Somewhere in the middle, isn't it? Yeah, right. They're rebooting it in the future, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Owen Teague, I... I, he looks familiar. Train. I'm trying to, trying to he, well, he coached, where I know him from. He coached Carlton for a couple of seasons. <laughs> okay. That must be it. <laughs> Is that not him? Um, Owen Teague. Yeah, I don't know where I where I oh, he was in Black Mirror. Might be Has he done you know, has he done other things as chimps? Um No. Well, I mean I guess it it's just a voice role. No. Or a motion capture yeah, role, right? Is, oh, Evan. <laughs> Jeez, you've been out of our world for a little too long. But he's not he's not like Woody Andy Harrelson Circus, who was playing. Does that mean anything to you? Do you think he's just doing a voice? No, I guess The man's got balls around. all over him. <laughs> but I wonder if it's, it, it's like Andy Circus was was has done roles where he he's he's the, the doing the performance but not doing the voice, maybe? You can do motion ca- have someone doing motion capture than someone else doing the voice. That's true, I assume. Um, I also, but I think he did. He, I can't he think did, of an example right now, but because he did both the little guy in Lord of the Rings and his voice. Yes, and I think he did Caesar and Caesar's voice, King um, Kong and Kong's voice, probably. I'm Kong. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Hello, I'm Kong. <laughs> Kong on. Mm. King Kong and the and the kegger party. That was, I think. I Benedict Cumberbatch did the dragon in The Hobbit, right? And that was also his face. He used his face on the dragon. Well, He's it got was, a dragonish face. He's it was a dot a, thing, and I guess they uh, extrapolate from that data. Elongate to, a little bit. Yeah, 
give him a longer nose. Uh, yeah, they probably <laughs> would have to paint him green or something. Um, but he's not far off a dragon. Yeah, okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> Very handsome dragon, don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, we're, so we've got Owen Teague. But, yeah, I'm looking at his um, credits. I haven't seen many of these. Oh, he's in It. I haven't seen that, but that was meant to be pretty <laughs> no, good. I don't think I've seen anything he's in except possibly the Black Mirror. Um, just looking at his He was in an episode of Bones. Yeah, I didn't really see Bones. I mean, David Boreanaz is great. Um, NCIS LA, College Humor Originals. <laughs> okay. So he was one of the bullies in It. So... Yeah, okay. So, I mean, but but he's not like a, this isn't like a Hollywood A-lister. No. He's no Woody Harrelson. Who else is in the film? Is there, is there any other cast announced? Uh, the breakout star Freya Allen from The Witcher has been added to the cast. Oh, okay. As the lead human character in the film. Interesting. Which probably interests you. <laughs> I saw your ears prick up then. <laughs> Oh, a human character. Now I'm listening. <laughs> Wait, that means humans still exist, which I guess they did in the yeah, future. Yeah, I was, was going to say. It, they it's... were like, because the humans became more like the animals in the original one, remember? They were sort of in captivity and the intelligent, yeah, advanced yeah. species was the apes. Yeah. The non-human apes. Yeah. Did that happen in any of the reboot ones, though? So it was, the, yes, it, was it always... did. It started happening. That's right, because there was a virus that went around that made. Yeah. I can't remember. It meant that they couldn't talk. Humans couldn't talk yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's right. I say they. I don't associate myself with the humans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, Peter McCon uh, from the cast of Seth MacFarlane's The Orville uh, has been ah. announced as, as a co-star. You're an Orville man. I'm an Orville man. I mean, I watch it. I that's that's enough for me. Okay. <laughs> I think season two was not very good. I think season one had had its moments, but then season two let it down. But then season three, I think, actually was quite good. Wow. That's um, interesting. Yeah, but they had a lot of time to work on it. It was one of these shows that was like, I think season one must have been like 2018, season two around 2019, and then season three was going to be like 2020 or something like that. And then they had COVID and all this sort of thing and it all got... Um, mucked around schedule-wise, and I, I think they wound up having a bit more time on it. I'm not sure if that's why, right. but when it came back for season three, it was like it was almost like a re- it was like a, a whole thing. You it know, was it wasn't 500 just like, years in the future. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, but it, I think it was uh, just better in season three. What, what do you think of Peter McCon? Uh He's all right. Okay, high praise. <laughs> he plays Bordis. He's not like the best character. Um, he's fine, you know. Yeah, okay. but he's I I think he'd he'd you know he's yep. <laughs> None of these are like yeah they haven't gone with any big heavy names. hitters because yeah in the three the last three films there was John Lithgow yeah. in the first one there was uh, Commissioner Gordon in the second one yes Gary Oldman and in the third one there was uh, Woody from Cheers yeah not Toy Story like you would have wanted. <laughs> Okay. The other Woody. <laughs> the other Woody. So, oh, you, you get really excited that you hear Woody's in this film. Oh, Woody's, Woody's in the new Planet of the Apes. Yeah, oh, the other Woody. Well, no, he's actually, the it's the human Woody that's in this one. 
Yeah. Not the toy. Right. But it, the toy is of a human. <laughs> so where do you stand on that? A toy human um, who is actually, you know, is sentient. You're right. But still just a facsimile of a human, right, or a caricature. Mm. Um, have you seen, because being a, such a big Toy Story fan, have you seen Buzz or whatever it's called? No, like, yeah, no I haven't. I, I, uh, I want to see it and I should. I watched it. I wonder it. if Andy's in it. I feel like Andy's not in it. Uh, Andy's not in it because yeah. uh, the idea uh, at the very start it says something like. It's got like a disclaimer to make people not get angry. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it says it's the movie that the toy was based on. Yeah. This is like the real Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Or the, yeah, right. It's like a movie within the Toy Story universe. Yes. Well, the it, toy. Was, it basically, it supposedly was a movie. I guess that means it's a movie from 1993 or something. Yeah, right. The effects uh, are pretty good for 93. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, I don't know. It was weird. I really, I thought, surely you have the tool man voicing him. Well, I think that's why they have the disclaimer. Oh, so right. they don't have Tim Allen. So everyone's like, why Why is it not Tim Allen in it? it did, like, well, it's, no, it's not the toy. He yeah, does the toy. Yeah. This guy does the character. So that I think that means that in this world, uh, Tim Allen's voice is just a toy voice actor, right? Because all the toys have that right. voice. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't get, they weren't able to get Chris Evans or whoever, right? Or whichever Chris. So they is. get Tom Hanks's brother to do the voice of yeah, the toy like or whatever. Was that a thing? Um, fair enough. You can't get Tim Allen for no. What? Which? Who's who is Buzz? Uh, Buzz is Tim Allen. The, the, the other one, the new one. Uh, it's one of the Chris's, I think. Hemsworth? No, not Hemsworth. Uh, Chris. Pratt, no. Pratt, yeah. I no, is it Chris Pratt? I reckon maybe it's Chris Evans. I might have been Chris right Evans, the first maybe. Time. That's uh, Captain America. Yeah. Okay. But in this he plays Buzz Lightyear. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately there's no monkeys in that film. There was a cat. Uh, have you seen, have been, you seen it? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was all right. You've got to watch everything to check, I guess. Yeah. I know. It's tiring. <laughs> I, uh, what did we get up to? I do, I do quite. I, I, I did think it was pretty good, though. I should watch it. You I, know, it's like any of those movies. I think they're normally pretty good. I love. I yeah. could watch any Pixar movie and finish feeling like it was fine. Yep. I mean, I, I'm no longer a child, so they're not really for me. But they're yeah. normal. They're they're nearly always nice. I mean, we, but we watched Toy Story four, and that I came out of that going like that was great. I yeah, I remember really great. liking that. But that's part of that's going to the cinema. <laughs> yeah. Watching on my tiny laptop yeah. screen, hungover. <laughs> it's the perfect time for a Pixar film. You're like, thanks for making me forget for a couple of hours. <laughs> forget what I've, what I've become. Yeah. Uh, now the next uh, headline here, sub-headline is, what's the release date of Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes? Uh, apparently it's due in theatres in 2024. That gives us a little bit of time to watch these <laughs> old 70s movies. We still won't manage. We've had enough time. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no further release dates have been provided. The film will begin shooting in the month of October 2022. That is this month right That's now. now. It's happening. Wow. Somewhere somewhere in the world it's possible that uh, the Teague train is, is uh, pulling out of the station <laughs> playing some new chimp character. He's got the balls on. Yeah. I hope, I hope um, great, great. Great, 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 great grandson of Maurice is in there somewhere. What? Remember Maurice, 
the orangutan, the teacher. Yeah. The, the gentle and wise yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Caesar's confidant. Mm. Um, uh, and then there'll be room, you know, that'll mean that obviously Maurice bones sometime between the end of the last trilogy and this new one. And then, you know, they could do like a little standalone film, like a rom-com, Maurice right. meeting <laughs> someone. And I think yep. that, if, it, if that's not in the works, then get it in the works. Uh-huh. Passion of the Planet of the Apes. Passion of the Planet of the Apes, fantastic. Um, <laughs> so that's wow. That's a that's a whole body year. Yeah, like I must. A lot of it must be in the, you know, just a lot of making process. those apes look realistic. Yeah, the non human ones. The human <laughs> ones are pretty easy to do. They come fully formed. Right. <laughs> but I imagine a lot of the time in post production is like, you know, you got to digitally erase all the balls. Uh. Yep. And then you've got to draw on all so. the ape. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a tedious process, yeah. I don't know why they don't just wear a costume. Uh, Save a lot of time. Yeah, I mean, that's how they did it in the 70s. Exactly. Um, and they looked realistic. <laughs> that holds up. It's funny because it, we talked about it uh, back in the day, but they were seen as groundbreaking and very realistic, those costumes. Yeah. But it's funny to think now. They look like you could have bought them at a you know a, a $2 shop or something. I was watching, um, slightly off topic, I was watching a YouTube video recently. You know, video essays. I'm always watching for video essays you love all the video time. Essay. I love them. Oh, wh- what episode ruined The Simpsons? That <laughs> yeah, that sort of, sort of thing. thing. Yeah. Um, but this one was, it was about um, about basically practical effects, which is, I've always kind of, it, it's been a really interesting thing and it's it's something I've kind of been aware of for a while is, is how how much better it is to do stuff with practical effects rather than CG, even though CG... Can can be cool, and you can do some cool stuff. Um, it's just so so much. You've cooler dropped the when it's eye practical. there, or the you've dropped the eye. CGI, yeah. Well, is that can, what cool people do? The eye is optional. Okay, it's implied. Yeah. Um, what is the eye for? Imagery, so computer generated imagery. Yeah, if, like I'm talking about a film. So, like, yeah. So, what else would it be? What else would it be? Um, but yeah, we're talking about like. Uh, how yeah, just how cool it is. To, so, look, talking about um, particularly, uh, it was about um, True Lies, if you recall, James Cameron film, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I've, I reckon I've seen that film maybe nearly more than any other film. Yeah, right. It used to be on every used to be second on Friday on Channel yeah. Ten. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and just like it, like watching it, um, well, looking back on it, I haven't watched it recently, but I should. Um, Move for me. No, more slowly, <laughs> sensually. Yeah, right. Is that from it? Uh, I think it is. That's yeah. wild. Um, and uh, Tom, 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 Roseanne's ex-husband, Tom, someone was in it. He was sort of like Arnold Schwarzenegger's partner. Uh. Tom Arnold? Yeah, that rings a bell. And um, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's married to Jamie Lee Curtis. That's it, yes. She doesn't realise he's... He's uh, like a secret agent. I wonder if there's any monkeys in it. Oh, my God. Um, There's got to be. Maybe. Surely. It was the 90s. But I don't remember. Oh, there's a helicopter thing. Yeah. So, 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 so this was talking about like looking back on it and going like, actually, so much of this holds up because they actually had a Harrier jet. They actually had a bridge that uh, was broken and they were able to like do that. Like so much of it was done in camera. 
you know, like there's a shot where a limo drives off the like the edge of a of a destroyed bridge. I was like, they just did that, right? And uh, so that's as a similar to Jurassic Park, they reckon, because a lot of that is yeah. You're, you're look the which I have watched more dinosaurs. Recently. You're looking at you. Yeah, a lot of them were actually there. Great film. Jim um, Henson was involved, probably. Yeah, I think and he it's was like inside it, that car that Tyrannosaurus Rex carcass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wiggling a bit. <laughs> But like those, like I, I watched Jurassic Park more recently, and that it does like it's it's clearly like it is a you know you can tell it's kind of like a puppety thing, but it looks so much better than if they had gone with CG. It would have looked ninety CGI. It, just, would, it would have looked laughable now, yeah. you know. Whereas at least now it's like it looks right. It's just the way it moves is a little bit kind of janky. But who knows? Maybe that's how a Tyrannosaurus Rex really did move, and and we, you know we're just yeah. Well, they they didn't they didn't have the feathers. That supposedly they have now, right? Yeah, um, I think uh, people might point to the um, the things that uh, Star Wars man, the guy with the small George beard, Lucas. George Lucas, yeah. did to uh, the originals, like taking out some practical effects and yeah. putting in what were, you know, cutting edge CGI or CG mm. um, <laughs> imagery. Yep, <laughs> but they've already now they've already dated. They look worse now. Than what yeah. they replaced, probably. It's the problem with being like bleeding edge with this stuff. Yeah, because George Lucas was very like I think it was one of the first the the Phantom Menace maybe it was one of the first films like shot HD digital, um, and you know groundbreaking at the time. But now you're like oh, maybe they just should have shot it on film. You know, like, <laughs> right. but it probably would have looked better. If anything, um, when you're f- fashion forward, that's the stuff that dates. Yeah. Anything in fashion will be out of fashion. But if you sort of go with classic stuff, it won't date as bad. Yeah. That's why the Poirot series by David Suchet, <laughs> like it never, because it was set, it was filmed in the, from the 80s for 20-odd years, mm. but it was always set in the 40s or yeah. Whatever it was, so it always like, it, whereas other detective shows from that time that were set in modern times, you know, they they had their big clunky phones <laughs> and their silly, you know, hairdos and whatever. Whereas yeah. like it was it it already like it it got through that awkward bit. It's like thirty years of everything looks silly for thirty years. Yeah, okay. That's why everyone hates new architecture. Mm. They're like, oh, what are they doing? And then 30 years later, it's like, oh, the Eiffel Tower is great. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think it looked stupid. I watch a lot of architecture videos too. Yeah. On YouTube, yeah. Is that what you call uh, that guy, Harold McAllister or whatever? What? The guy who says, hey, look at these grand designs I've, I've made. Oh, that's a, there's a show where a guy goes around. Oh, you're talking about grand designs? Yeah, that's it. Oh, with Kevin McLeod. Yeah. Right. Kevin McAllister, that's right. Yeah. No, that's. Uh, I also watch that. Um, but now I find it a bit triggering because of this whole where the studio build, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. You've lived like, it. Ugh. You're over budget. Yeah. And over schedule. Yeah, yeah. And they're just going like, oh, I don't know how we're going to pay for this. We're going to have to borrow more money. And, and you know, Kevin McAllister's and- like, yeah, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin McLeod is always, he's 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 so smug, but but kind of rightly so. <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah. He's usually right. Yeah. Um, but he, is there a prime directive or something that he is he can't interfere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He, I mean, he he tends to voice his opinions. Uh, he, he'd seem he'll butt heads with them sometimes. He'd be like, "Wouldn't it be great if the window faced the view?" And they're like, "Uh, 
Really? That feels like a basic one. It does. It did. <laughs> at that particular episode, it did feel like a real basic. Like, why did you? You got this whole view and you blocked it off with like a guest bedroom that doesn't have a window in it? What are you doing? Yeah. You've paid so much for this site. That's strange. Yeah. Anyway. They're like, no, we'll go outside if we want to. But see they kind of like it was. It was too late. Like they kind of like oh, it was no. just not like too late, but too late for them to. Like they hadn't built it yet. Yeah. But they'd kind of committed, and she just sort of she was just being stubborn. I think. Oh. I don't yeah. know. Or she couldn't. You know, it was too late for her to sort of turn back and and admit that that, that she was wrong. And there's also probably a producer. And an editor who were like a producer guiding. who's, who's, well, who's the like, pro- no, don't change. Yeah, the pro- <laughs> like I, I don't really, I never trust those sort of shows that much. There's a producer going, hey, he's he's going to suggest this. Just be a bit stubborn about it or whatever. Maybe. I think I feel like Grand Designs is it feels like a one of the lesser produced um, reality shows. Oh, that's that's maybe why some people like it. I, I've seen a few bits and pieces. It doesn't feel like they like manufacture drama or anything like that. Oh, okay. I think There's I think there is just anyway. enough drama. Yeah. yeah, when you're trying to build a really ambitious. I mean, they 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 would know how to pick them. Like they've been doing it for what is it like eighteen years, eighteen seasons? Really? Or something. Yeah. Shit. So they would know. Like they'd be able to look at it and go, "That's an interesting project. That's really ambitious for the budget they're doing. If they if they do it, then fucking great. If they." Stuff it up, then great TV, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a, a win-win if they pick the right projects, because um, they're all they're they're, just, they're all grand designs. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so that is a, that is an important part of the show. <laughs> they are all grand. Yes. And so it's it's going to take you a little bit of a time to a bit of a break before you go back to <laughs> see Kevin. I watch it every to. now and then, but it's but yeah, it it it, it hits, it hits real. Close, close, yeah close to home sometimes. Um, Should we go back to this article? From yes, there's no apes. Matt Stork. Yeah, if if you ever see any, I'd be fun <laughs> to do an episode. If someone, I'm even, trying to think now, is anyone had like one, a somebody, ape or something? There'll be one where someone has like an ape sculpture in the yeah in the four. What do you call it? The the foyer. Yeah, foyer. Foyer. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about uh, the Planet of the Apes, the new film coming Kingdom out. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. Yeah, so the the recent trilogy was very profitable uh, for the former 20th Century Fox, earning over 1.7 billion. That's with the B at the box Christ. office worldwide. Based on release date information from Box Office Mojo, the four films in the franchise since 2001 have been released in either July or August. In the given year of their release, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes came out earliest in the summer with a July nine release date. I don't need to talk about this. They're going. They're trying to guess the date based on. Oh those. right, okay, just I'm on like, probability. <laughs> yeah, so they've all come out in a similar time of year, middle of the year. It's quite a long. Um, I guess this is why it's like a semi reboot, is because it's. So the last one was five years ago, twenty seventeen. Yeah, Planet of the Apes. So it has been a bit of a bit of a gap, and that's a new. A new creative a new team director, behind right? a, yeah, yeah. a new studio, like the and basically a new studio has formed since then. 
Hang on, what happened with? Is this what you were talking about earlier? Oh, with Disney. Disney bought 20th Century yeah, Fox. Yeah, right, right. Okay, that makes so sense. So that might have delayed if they did have plans for a fourth one. I don't know. Uh, why would I speculate? No, uh, do you're on a podcast? That's why. Well, here's a question uh, that the next subheading asks. Who is writing and directing Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes? Ah. The Maze Runner film trilogy director, Wes Ball, I mean, they already told us this, will helm Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. In a report from Deadline, longtime series fan Ball was brought in to work on the film back in 2019 and has been working on a script and visual effects ever since. In early summer 2022, Ball... He's been working on visual effects since 2019. Doing a bit of pre-prod, I guess. Yeah, right. You know, getting the balls shiny and ready. I reckon they'll be doing a bit of the the LED volume stuff, like Mandalorian style stuff. I reckon they're just getting the tech ready. Uh what is it? Is that where he was just inside the a room of yeah, the just surrounded screens? by LED walls? Yeah, and then it all just like moves with the camera and everything. Right. Isn't one of the issues people have with that is that it, it always looks like it's a bit smaller scale. Even if you can have a lot of depth on the screens, it, it you can. can tell that. The you know the floor space is still always limited. Yeah, it can be like that. So you have to sort of match that with set ex- digital set extension and that sort of thing. But again, always better if you can do it practically. Right. But that's it's almost like the next best thing because you, it's it's particularly with something like Mandalorian or like space stuff where you've got like spaceships and reflections. If you can have a physical spaceship. Then uh, you get all the actual reflections of the environment rather than having to fake it all. Right, little post. things that your brain might not notice front yeah. of mind, but in the back of your mind is like that doesn't quite look right. Yeah. So it's and also like you're you know as an actor, I guess you kind of you feel like you, it's not like being on a green screen where you just like you know and interacting with like a dot on a stick. It's it's a, a bit more. That's a fun new character they could introduce. <laughs> the dot on a stick. Dot on a stick. Um, I could play that. Yeah? Yeah. You wouldn't need anywhere near that many balls on me. I can't help but notice that Andy Serkis has not come up. Is he Is he just... It's hard to imagine a Planet of the Apes thing without him now. Like, he's just like... It's just like he was the... I guess he was the main character. Yeah. that's Yeah, that is interesting. But He's, he's just the leading animal actor. But he, like, maybe it's, it seems like it would be a pretty physical job. Maybe he's, he's um, taken a step back from those full-on kind of gigs. I don't know. He also got into a bit of directing, right? He, d- he directed uh, Mowgli or Mowgli or Mowgli. Oh, yeah, he did too. So he, might, he just might be, I don't know, he might be working on other things. Remember we used to do a section called uh, Andy Circus Watch or something like that? Yeah. We were, try- we were trying to get people to help us uh, get him on the show. <laughs> we got so close. He played did- Alfred in The Batman? I haven't seen The Batman. Yeah, no. that's right. It doesn't seem old enough to be an Alfred. Well, it's like a younger Batman because uh, uh, Robin Pattinson played Batman. Right. So he's a yeah. youngish Batman, youngish mm. Alfred. I've been watching Pennyworth, the origin of but- Batman's butler. I've seen that advertised, but I've not. Is it any good? I watched the first season so far and I'm loving it. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, Third season's coming out soon, so I'm just going to... Still no monkeys in it, unfortunately. <laughs> it just feels like, what am I wasting my time watching this monkey-free schlop? But you just have to. I have to. I'm in now. <laughs> Batman. If only it was, uh, you know, Monkey Man. <laughs> the origin of Monkey Man's butler. No, right. We still have, we've, we've got to decide what we're going to do with Umbrella Academy. So yes. we, did, we did episode by episode series on it in the past because we're in lockdown. Yeah. Do we want to do that 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I haven't been watching it. I've been saving I, it. I've been saving on, it too. On the off chance that we might do do a, I something it w- with it. We either do it, uh, do another, you know, 10-part series about yeah, it. Yeah, is it another 10 apps for yeah. the season? Or we just do it all in one hit. I don't know. Let us know. Me? No, not you. <laughs> people listening to this. Okay. Yeah, let us know if you... Yeah, I imagine that'll split people. Some people will be like, I don't care enough to listen to 10 episodes. Yeah. And some people will be like, I Did love people it when like you it? it seemed like pe- some people liked it. Yeah, the people who listened to it seemed to like it. And I think other people just would have skipped it. They're like, oh, I don't care about the show. I don't know how they wouldn't care about it. It's a show with a chimpanzee butler. <laughs> <laughs> with pretty great... Like for TV, great CG. The um, C's for chimp. <laughs> yeah. Chimp generated. Chimp generated chimp. Mm-hmm. Uh, in early summer of 2022, Ball delivered a script that got studio executives very excited about the continuing of the franchise. So he wrote it as well. Yeah. Wow. So he's he, a fan. He's he's a real auteur, <laughs> you know. I bet it because it doesn't seem like he's done like so he he did the 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 the, the Maze Runner yeah I think one of the or? things he does in his films like you know how every auteur has a calling card he has a maze in every film he makes <laughs> so keep your eyes peeled at some point Maurice's great 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 grandson is gonna have to get through a maze um that's kind of all he's done except he has done he. He's credited as being a visual effects artist in a film called Beginners, which is interesting. So he, I, so he has a visual effects background, I guess. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, well, that's that bodes well. Very handy for uh, a film like this that no doubt will be heavy on the effects. Uh, the last little thing it says about it uh, is the film will be scripted by Wes Ball, Josh Friedman, Rick Jaffa. Fuck, that's a great name. Amanda <laughs> Silva and Patrick Ayson. Friedman previously worked with 20th Century Studios scripting the upcoming sequel Avatar The Way of Water and Aysen also worked with 20th Century on 2022's Hulu original Prey. Jaffa and Silver previously wrote earlier series entries Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, well that is also a good sign. Some of the writers from those movies which were both really good. Hmm. Um, Yeah. I think, and I think Dawn was my favorite, or maybe War. Everyone says War is the best, but I, I think I like, I liked all three. Mm. But on the first go around, at least, I, I favored Dawn as my favorite. The second one, the I think one that with, was the one with Gary Oldman. Yeah, I think that was yeah. I think that was good. Cobra. There was a was that the one with a chimp riding a horse, or was yeah, that that, yeah, that yeah. happened maybe more in the War? They have war in the- yeah, they. I mean, they ride horses more competently as the timeline moves on. That makes sense, I guess. They'll like um, humans. Yeah, in their fi- imagine what they'll do in five hundred years' time. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that's that's the article. Great work from. Uh, and it Matt says on the Stork Wikipedia. There. I don't know if you mentioned this already, but but it's um, they're in early negotiations to develop it as a new trilogy. It's got to be a trilogy. It's it feels be. like. Yeah. You can't make just one. No. I mean, unless you're Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, but he was always a, a wild one, right? Yeah, that's right. He did um, two Batmans. Yeah. Who was Batman's butler in those? Some old guy. It was an old guy, wasn't it? <laughs> was it an old British guy? <laughs> <laughs> sounds right. Sounds right, doesn't it? Batman um, <laughs> movies have been keeping old British guys in work for decades. Uh, it was probably Michael a legend Kane was as well. the best, right? Michael Caine, fantastic. Yeah. 
That's a, that was a handy little trilogy, what? wasn't Bruce it? Wade. Again, um, the second one was my favorite one of those three. Pretty uh, controversial take, I think. Was that is that the that Heath Ledger the, one? Yeah. Oh, great film. Fantastic. Great film. Classic. Um, and not just because he died. No. Also, just a good film. Um, just a good film. Yep. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. I, I had another story I was going to tell you about, but we've natted on about this for quite enough. Um, <laughs> so maybe we can uh, get on to some other things, uh, you know, other business we do. Yes, what else is on the agenda? Well, normally we give uh, the media consumed a banana score. Uh, oh. It's hard to do that for an article about an upcoming film. I mean, the article was fine. Hmm. So how many bananas is that in a bunch? Uh, Just quickly, we don't have to spend too much time. <laughs> I'm gonna give it three out, three out of five bananas. Three out of five bananas. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it uh, four out of seven. It's okay. Bananas. It was like it had the information there, but it's one of these articles that could probably just be a paragraph and they've just sort of yeah, added out to get through the, through ads, the ads and stuff. Which is fine. Um, you know? that's, that's, that's how, that's how that's these the businesses make money these days. No worries. Hey, we're not having a go, okay? Yeah. Uh, there's a, a little form in the show notes for anyone who has any questions or comments. Also, there's another form as well for any topic suggestions as well. If you can think of any films or anything. Like I... I've been thinking lately, there's still some big ones we haven't done. We haven't done Indiana Jones. I'd love to do Indiana Jones. I haven't really watched those films. I've tried to watch it twice and both times I was knackered from like a long day at work or something. It's one of those ones you want to sit through it both times. You want to sit down and enjoy it. We should watch it on a big screen here. Yes, we have a big screen just across there. Well, that was one I was suggesting. Oh, right, okay. (laughs) 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 And, yeah, like uh, there was a King Kong that came out a year or so ago, Kong versus... Uh, the big big lizard Godzilla. Big, big, yes, and uh, yeah, there's there's heaps. Okay, so you know if anyone has any suggestions for those ones or anything else, put them in that form because I hundred percent fully forget if they're not in that list. <laughs> and I'm starting. I when we were doing the show in the past, I did not reference this list enough, but I'm checking it um, each week now. So uh, and same with these questions because I've got a few questions have come through. Uh, from listeners who submitted the form, including this one from editor from Baltimore in Maryland in the USA. A letter from the editor. Yeah, well, this <laughs> this one isn't relevant to you. This this was okay. this one's relevant to me and Seren from an episode. We were we made asses of ourselves a few weeks ago, oh, laughing yeah. at what we thought was sort of like English as a like second language, almost slightly getting a grammatical thing wrong, but it was us who were wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can you never look stupider than laughing at someone <laughs> who is smarter than you because they were literally a doctor, like some sort of scientist. I just thought, oh, they've said, they've said, they've pluralized this when it isn't or oh. whatever, but it was. Uh, anyway, editor writes, sorry, but you kept going on about it, so I had to write in. <laughs> the word data is a plural noun. Datum is the singular. Therefore, data requires a plural verb i.e. data are, not data is. So this article kept saying da- oh, right. data are saying or whatever it was. Ah, and it I'm doesn't like, sound right, sounds clumsy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it's I think common usage now data is is also acceptable, surely. But uh, it is also technically true and not at all worth uh, <laughs> laughing at when people say data because it's probably if someone's saying data are it's a scientist or some some sort of researcher or something yeah and they 
probably should know. They probably should know. But anyway, I appreciate that, editor. Oh, that has been pointed out to me a bunch of times. <laughs> and I, I even changed in the show notes uh, the day after I released it saying, hey, so Serena and I, we were <laughs> laughing a bit and it turns out we were the, we were the jokes, mm. not the jokers. Uh, but anyway, thanks for that, editor. This one comes from Cumdoy from Auckland in New Zealand. Uh, and it's a question. So let's see how you go with this one, Evan. If you had to choose two options here, would you have donkey rhyme with monkey or monkey rhyme with donkey? So I guess it's saying, would you prefer to... Donkey or monkey? Donkey or monkey, yeah. If I had to choose. You, have to, you had to choose and you do have to choose. Which which one would you choose? Donkey um, or monkey? I think I'm going with donkey. I was leaning towards monkey. Okay. That's that's the beautiful thing about our, our relationship. It's weird that they don't rhyme. It is a little weird. Because they're spelled like D-O-N-K. Or, yeah, they're spelled the same but with a different first well, letter. So. Something about them I mean, in the English language is ridiculous. Monkey doesn't make sense. Yeah, it should be monkey, pronounced. shouldn't it? Yeah. Monkey, donkey, don, donkey, 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 donkey monkey, monkey, wonky, yeah. wonky, con- chonky, <laughs> chonky, conky. Um, conky. <laughs> All right, no, I'm with you. You've, you've swung me around. I, I think just, it makes the most sense. Yeah, it does make the most sense. I was just like, I don't want to change monkey. No, it would be a shame to. And donkey does. I think donkey is a funner. Like you picture a donkey in your head, and yeah. think, hey, look at that donkey over there. <laughs> yeah, no, that that also works. Yeah, I think either way. I think whatever, whichever way you want to. Yeah, come do it. It's up to you. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna throw it back reckon. to you. Come do it. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I would say if you're gonna ask a question. Please give us your answer because... Oh, you've said this before. I'll, I'll, I can't believe people are just... But they're not doing it. Oh, well, you know, some people, they could be a new listener. Oh, yeah. Who's never... Just hasn't listened to any they've other... never heard the show. <laughs> I don't know. I probably don't say it every episode. Um, the last it. one here comes from Victoria from, very broadly, the United States. Ah. Victoria writes, Bring back the segment where you make the guests say the percentage they are like the on-screen ape. Right. Because Andy Matthews, who is some sort of scientist, mm. said we share 99% of our DNA with chimps. Yes. Well, that's true. So I guess who's the – is it um, – what was his name? Who's going to be playing the chimp, the key chimp? Oh, and Teague. Teague. The Teague train. Teague. Yeah. How much of how much do you feel like you share in common? We don't have a lot to go off in this one. <laughs> uh, born in 1998. Oh, my God. He's but a boy. Jesus. 23. Uh, Twenty-three. Uh, he's from Tampa, Florida. I just happen to have this open, which is handy. Um, and he's known for his roles in The Stand, Mrs. Fl- I'm not known for any of that. Yeah, I'm um, feeling very little in common with uh, Teague. Yeah, I mean, he's from the United States, like Victoria. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, we are from Victoria. So it sounds like Victoria might have a bit more in common yep, with him so than far. us <laughs> and us than him. Mm. Um. Uh. Oh, I'm trying to find something. He went to uh, a school of arts. I, I sort of went to, to a, okay. a, a, a now, bachelor of arts. How much of your personality is made up <laughs> by the fact that you went to a school of arts? He was a of. member of the Movie Makers Club at McFarlane Park International Baccal- Baccalaureate Elementary. And if you were there, you definitely would have been as well. Um, I would have, Absolutely, I would have been. So I think, the, I think we're starting to stack up a few points here. He um 
uh, he he uh, was interested in acting uh, beginning at a young age, performing scenes from Beauty and the Beast with stuffed animals at the age of four and appearing in small theatre productions soon thereafter. You ever acted with 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 stuffed animals? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, in our high school stage musical version of Toy Story. <laughs> I'm going to go 60%. Wow, that jumped up late. <laughs> In that I'm a, a, a human male. Okay, uh, that's true. I, um, uh, the, uh, you know, I, I'm also interested in making movies, I suppose. <laughs> so there's a bit there. But, but you know, not that much. Yeah, okay. I, I, think, we'd, so. I think we'd probably get on. I think so. <laughs> I think 60 is pretty high for me. I'm going to say for me uh, 33%. I seem about a third of myself there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, thanks so much, Victoria. for br- what a, It's not the best episode for us to have brought that one back on, I don't think, but I uh, appreciate it all the same. And I will try and I, – I, there's a few things that I feel like I've just adjust outside of my memory on this show, bringing it back. I'm like, it's just a little itch I can't scratch. And that has helped scratch a little itch there, Victoria, reminding me of that bit. Mm. Uh, I think I prefer that bit to the banana thing. <laughs> Giving the banana scores, it's a nightmare every time. The guests are confused by it. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but for some reason I stuck with that when I forgot about the equally ridiculous, but it gives you a little bit more room to move with the... Uh, the DNA of chimps thing. Mm. Anyway, please review us uh, <laughs> on your iTunes or Spotify or whatever you're on. Uh, if you give us a five-star review, I'll read out that review. And we've got a couple from the last week that I will read out right now. Uh, this one comes from The Dark Hippie in Great Britain uh, writing, Big Ape Bath, five stars. How many apes does it take to plumb a boiler? I don't know. I'm not an amateur ape sleuth, but these guys are. <laughs> the podcast equivalent of a warm bath on a cold winter day. But there's an ape in that bath too. Sexy. Oh, what a beautiful review. Thank you so much. To the, plumb a boiler? The, to plumb a boiler. They're over there, they're like a hot water system. Okay. Uh, I don't know what they, they might have a Bosch. Or, you know, a ream, install a ream for the hottest hot, hot, hot water you've ever seen. Ream comes on steady, hot and strong, just keeps on and on. <laughs> install the ream. Install the ream. Uh, the other one comes from James Bond Shea of the United States of America, writing a classy podcast for sophisticated listener, five stars. One sophisticated listener? Uh, no, I think it's just, you know, just for efficiency. A classy okay. podcast for sophisticated listener. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's all about, you know, this is just the headline. Oh, okay. Great. There's Let, more. Yeah. He's about to put some meat on those bones. <laughs> I was greatly distressed when I noticed my beloved podcast, Primates, was no longer appearing in my mobile listening device, much to my chagrin. I could not possibly imagine that a podcast about primates in pop culture and different media could ever run out of topics. And we, I mean, we haven't. That's the thing. We've got still got, we have hardly covered anything. <laughs> we run out of time. If anything, we're overwhelmed by the amount of topics. Yeah. 
Uh, honestly, I was worried about the host's well-being. Fair enough. <laughs> I just could not understand why they would abruptly stop producing content for what I assume is one of the most listened to podcasts on the World Wide Web. Last week, surprisingly, a new episode was released and I can see why it took so long. Genius does not happen overnight. <laughs> I tip my hat to you, sirs. P.S. Do a hit monkey episode. That show is awesome. Bloody hell, James Bond Shay. We've both been watching it. Yeah, we should. So we maybe even next week, Ev. Yeah. What do you reckon? Let's do it. Oh, great. Well, hopefully uh, that uh, makes you happy, James Bond Shay. What a lovely review. Um, yeah, appreciate that. So if you want to give us a review wherever, that one was via Apple. I think it looks like a lot of them are via Apple Podcasts. But I, I think I found a website that um, collates them all. All right. Into one spot. I was trying to see if you could had, had a review on, I don't know if you can review podcasts on Spotify. Maybe you or, can. Or can you? I was no. just trying to find where that Actually, is. as I'm looking down this list, they're all via Apple. Mm. So maybe there are other reviews going elsewhere or maybe there's no other place, no other way you can review things. And I only read, <laughs> I only read out the five-star ones, <laughs> unfortunately, because the, the one and two-star so ones. one stars well, you just a, can't keep up. There's a few of them, <laughs> and they I mean, they are in some ways more interesting to read because <laughs> they hate it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why I, are they listening to it? I don't know. It's so, there's something so funny to me about people who will listen to a free thing <laughs> that is entirely optional. There's no reason you have to listen to this stupid niche podcast Yeah. but to listen to it and then be like, wow, this has made me so furious. <laughs> I'm going to spend a bit of time writing some angry prose on a – on the in the uh, review section, so strange. Too much time on their hands. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think that brings us to the end of the episode, Evan. It's so great to have you back. It's great I to be back. Can only assume that uh, you have made many hearts swell <laughs> with happiness, joy, love, and most importantly, <laughs> apeness. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people find you? Is Gamey Game or Jiminy James or whatever I used to call it? Um, the Jiminy James show about James? Yeah. Yeah, we did an episode a little while ago. It's been also been disrupted by the um the the, the move to the new studio. But um we do have a new season coming up reasonably soon. I think later this month um we'll have new episodes of that coming out. So and that's exciting. It's on YouTube. And all the old episodes are still up. And it's not the yeah. kind of thing that real like it is a there's a lot of it is news in gaming world, but it's not at all topical that you can't no, go back can, and watch. You old can absolutely episodes. go back and watch all episodes. There's 119 of them, I think, on YouTube. Go to youtube.com and and type in gamey gamey game. That's what it's called. Um, and it's got just yeah, so many great people. If you're if you're across this little podcast network, you'll find the likes of Matt Stewart and Jess Perkins and Dave Warnicky, um, along with favorites like. Ben Russell and Naomi Higgins and even James and Meso from Weekly Planet have, have guested on there. Um, Mark Bonanno. Cass Page. Lots of great people. Yeah, a lot of um, previous guests from this show. Yeah, also, what I'd a crossover. Say there wouldn't be a lot of guests that you've had on your show that haven't been on this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that cardboard cowboy. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Yeah, he was great on it. Yeah, can you um, get him on this? Uh, <laughs> I don't know I'm, if I'm it sure works quite are. as well on an audio-only <laughs> podcast. but yeah, Maybe it would have. For people who don't know, it's a fascinating concept he does. He somehow, what does he do? He like live animates himself. Yeah, he's a, he's a, ca- as a cardboard cowboy. Yeah, he's a Twitch streamer, but his character is a is literally a cardboard cowboy, a cowboy man out of cardboard. 
um, who, yeah, is kind of like animated in real time. Um, and he, he does some really like, he's one of the most innovative Twitch streamers, I think. He just does some really, really cool stuff. What episode of Gaming Game was he on? Because that's wild that he could um, be on a live panel show. Yeah. And doing in, in all character. that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what uh, you look it up, and I'll tell people where they can find yeah. primates right. online at uh, primates pod, or and that's primates obviously spelt like the the podcast is, uh, annoyingly with an e in the middle. Uh, at on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, yeah, check out those forms via the links in the show notes, and um, send us your suggestions for topics or whatever, or a question on anything. Now, Evan hopefully has a bit more time to come back. Feel free to ask Evan any specific questions. AMA, ask me anything. Ask Munro anything. (laughs) Uh, Also, I mean, if you've got any suggestions for superior primates than humans, slash Andy from Toy Story, throw them in there as well and I'll put them to him. I reckon reckon we can make him crack one day. Love this bit. Um, The episode is called Adversity Breeds Compassion. I can't remember what that why it's called that. Uh, it's the Metroid Dread episode of Gaming Game has Cowboy Cowboy. Um, and it's a bit of fun. They're all a bit of fun. They're all they're all pretty silly. I was on an episode about Kirby, I remember. Who's like a blob yep. character on, on video games. Yeah. Yeah, even if you're not into games, a lot of it, it's just a silly, silly panel chat show. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Oh, I don't. This is actually, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, uh, Evan, we've got a, a podcast streaming festival. At oh, Shibuya I forgot Studios. about that. Yep, that's this weekend. <laughs> yeah, so that's on uh, this Sunday Australian time, Melbourne time. Saturday Australian time. Saturday, is it? It's the 9th. Is that Saturday? Well, let me clear my schedule. No, actually, maybe it is Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I should know this. So, no, you're right. It is Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so there's shows like Do Go On, uh, my new podcast, Who Knew It With Matt Stewart. Yes. Uh, Josh Earl's podcast. Uh, which is a great uh, comedy quiz show. Uh, who else have we got on there? Sammy P's um, show, Confessions of the Idiots. Yeah, two in the think tank. Um, With some sort of scientist, Andy Matthews. Uh, yep. There's um, uh, Plumbing the Death Star for the, the Sandspans guys. Pop Gaze. Um, and did you say oh, do you go on already? Kentucky Fried Chat. And Kentucky Fried Chat. coming is, back, is it? Yeah, which is a long dormant, dormant podcast. Yeah, had a real cult following. That's where Beck Petratus. And Xavier Michaelides and Peter Jones, all previous guests of Primates. All right, yeah, and they're, they're, they're yeah, it's a really funny podcast where they the the mission is to try every item on the KFC menu, um, and I think they achieved that. It <laughs> <laughs> was quite a journey, yeah, of discovery. So and I don't know flavor. what they're going to do now. Um, well, they had moved on to other things, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think Pete's going to be patching in from the UK. Somewhere. Yes, he's in London, I think. Um, so I don't know what they're going to. I'm keen to see what. What they decide to eat this time. Yeah. And um, if he's going to be able to get it over there. Yeah, they're going to find something that they can. It'd be great if they could find something, the same item and compare it oh, internationally. That would be a beautiful um, moment. <laughs> so, yeah, it's at sospresents.com. Uh, you can go there and buy a ticket. It's uh, streaming live all around the world simultaneously um, starting at 11 a.m. Melbourne time Yeah, so on Sunday. You know, you get the whole day. Aside and uh, yeah, it's like ten hours back to back podcast. It's gonna be all live in our studio. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Bit a bit of behind the. You're gonna be in there for a bit of behind the scenes. I'll be hosting the hosting 
parts of the uh, behind the scenes. So we'll have interstitial hosting. Uh, Just between, in between. Yeah. Um, and and uh, and I'll be there too on Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, I think. Can't wait. You're going to be score checker. Yeah. Unless you want to play. We haven't really figured that out. <laughs> no, uh, I can be I can be scorekeeper. I can try to keep track of the numbers. You can be my, I just want a second banana. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can be that. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. So, And if you, obviously, if it's the middle of the night where you are, you can watch it the next day or whenever you like. Yeah, or if 10 hours is too long. Yeah, you can uh, break it up in a little bit. Anyway, Evan, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, no it, worries. It really fills my heart with joy and apeness to have you back. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast, chimp you later. <laughs> oh, he's still in Mesos. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.